Ona can give us a, like a time warp, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this is the first live return and learn since Corona. Uh, so it's great to have everybody in person. Yashakov to our to the uh, back back end staff that put all of this together. Everybody in the office, uh, Don and Shmuel and their whole team, um, and of course to Ronnie for a delicious breakfast. Uh, today's uh, return and learn is first. We want to just uh, express our appreciation that is generous, generously sponsored by Josh and Hattie Danziger, and we give them a bracha that they should have um, a sweet new year based on all the simanim that Rabbi Sharon mentioned before. So if you have already started looking at your source sheets, so we have the uh, the Gemara um, in Megillah that Ezra Tikain that uh, we are supposed to that we read the Klolos before Rosh Hashanah, and there are two Rosh Hashanah apparently in the Gemara. There is Shavuos, um, and there is our Rosh Hashanah. Um, We see from the psukim that um, somehow or other there's a connection, and what we're going to be talking about is that these brachas and klolos are basically a brit. They are a covenant with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and you see that word mentioned over and over again. And the uh, the idea is, and even in the Ela Divrei Habrit, we're going to finish the reading. Of Tochacha in in Dvarim, Ela Divrei Habrit, talking about the brachas and klolos that we just got in Kitavo. Asher Tziva Hashem El Moshe Lichrot Et Bnei Yisrael Be'eretz Moav. That's the brit we're gonna. That's the the brachas and klolos which is called a brit that we will be reading tomorrow. Milvad Habrit Asher Karati Tam Bechorev. Chorev was Sinai. So there was a brit at Matan Torah. And there is a Brit now as they're finishing their time in the desert going into Eretz Yisrael. And it's opening up. I think we have a Brit of Matan Torah. And then there's a Brit of Klal Yisrael becoming Aravim uh, Zelizeh. And again, you'll see in the Shir of Rabbi Hirschfeld the difference in the language of the Brit. One is in singular. One is in plural. Because the one before Matan Torah is said to every single Jew... Because every Jew is chayev in receiving of the Torah, and the one tomorrow is is, is said um, in uh, uh, in singular because it's the whole nation. I want to talk for a minute about what is a brit. What does it mean um, a brit? So we're going to also tomorrow night uh, begin implementing the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah brit kruta. There is a there is a, a covenant that is cut on the Yud Gimel Midot She'eno Choser Reikam. This is what Moshe was told by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's a covenant. If you say these words, it's never going to be returned empty-handed, and that's the Yud Gimel Midos. So, what is this concept of Brit? Because that's really what's going on in the Brachos and the Klolos, both in Bechukotai and in in Kitavo. So, a Brit, a covenant. It's called Brit Kruta, Lichrot Brit. What are we cutting? So a Brit is 
every side in order to create a covenant. It's not just a contract. It's not an agreement. There's something much deeper about a breach. Every side has to has to give something of themselves to the other side. That's what creates a covenant. That's what creates a breach. And we're going to see that these brachot and klalot somehow or other are a manifestation of this breach. We like to think that, okay, the covenant is the brachos, but if you mess up, then there's going to be a punishment. And we mistakenly read the klolos, both in Vayikra and in Dvarim, as a punishment if we don't fulfill our side. If we do our side, we're going to get brachos. And if not, we're going to get punished. But you see from the language of the psukim, if you read the psukim, so we see that it's a language of alot habrit, that not only are the brachos part of the brit, of the covenant, but the alot, the, the curses, are also part of the brit. Alot habrit. We see a couple, another two interesting things about how this brit was set, how this brit was done. We're going to read, before the Tochacha, Hargrizim and Har-Eval. And Hargrizim is Brachos, Har-Eval is Klolos. And in the Klolos, it writes... And the Levim now are announcing the potential brachot and the potential klalot depending on how we behave. Arur ha'ish asher pesel arur makleaviv arur masig all of the curses are mentioned, obviously the reverse for the brachos. But that's not where the Pesach ends. We were expecting it to say, the Levim are announcing, Arur this and Arur that. But every Pesach ends, Ve'anu kol ha'am, Amen. It means that the people had to willingly accept, had to willingly accept the covenant. They had to willingly accept the curses. Like, um, you know, you like that? You, you want to say, Amen, yeah, if we don't do it, Amen, we should. So there's apparently something very, very connected and very deep about the relationship between the bracha and the klola as a totality of the bris. There's another um, interesting observation if you read the psukim carefully.
אם שמור תשמע בקול השם אלוקיך, לשמור לעשות את כל מצוות, מצוותיו אשר אנוכי מצווך, ונתנך השם אלוקיך עליון על כל גרי הארץ, ובאו עליך כל הברכות האלה, והשיגוך. When you hear that word hisiguha, you have to realize that it sounds like it's going to chase after you. Brachas are going to chase after you. And then, if you go fast forward to Pasuk Tet, uh, Pasuk, I'm sorry, that was in Pasuk, that was in, um, right, that was Pasuk Bet. And if you fast forward to Pasuk Tet Vav, the brachos are going to chase you and the klolos are going to chase you. What does it mean that they're going to chase you? So we see that this is an automatic thing. That the brachos and klolos are automatic. So what exactly what exactly is going on here? So when we talk about a Brit, every side has to give something. What are we giving? And Kivyocha, what is Akarish Borhu giving? And how does that result in the combination of the Brochos and Klolos? So that the Klolos are inherently part of the Brits. We have to reorient our thinking when we're reading these parshiot to realize this isn't okay. If you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get nice reward. And if you don't do, you're going to get punished. On an individual level, we may be able to see such a thing. Okay, Ra'adam Yisurin Boyin Alav, Yifashpesh B'masov. But there's also a concept in the individual that does not exist in the Klal. We talk about Tzadik Varalo, Rasha Vitovlo. The individual doesn't always have something happening to him as a result of his actions, reward, punishment. The Ramchal talks about this in Dera Hashem. Many times a person can get something as a test. Not everything that happens is a reward or a punishment. That's on an individual level. On a national level, there's no such thing as on a national level something happens that isn't a consequence of our actions for, to the nation. So what are we giving? And what is HaKadosh Baruch giving? In the bris. So if we see that there's a bris, there's a covenant before Matan Torah, and there's a covenant now before we enter Eretz Yisrael, as we finish the desert, what are we giving? We're giving our commitment to Torah. We're giving our commitment to Klal Yisrael. We'll see when you when Rabbi Hirschel talks about the differences between the Bichukotai and Kitavo, you'll see how that plays itself out. The commitment to the individual to the Torah as an individual and the commitment to Klal Yisrael. What is HaKadosh Borchu giving? HaKadosh Borchu is giving his recognition in the world is now dependent on us. Kiviyochel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying that if that he is dep- he is now going to have his existence in the world recognizable through us that is kiviyochol atzimtzum but what are we saying we are saying that our existence depends 
on our fidelity to the Torah and to Klal Yisrael. So, therefore, if we live our part of the bris, so then the resources necessary for us to continue come naturally. It flows naturally. In a, in a bris, there's always a bilateral relationship. In a real bris, each side gave something of itself, but then continues to do that. So we are committed to living in a way that manifests our revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's giving us? He is saying, I'm going, to be, I'm going to make sure that you are able to fulfill your part. So the brachos are a natural consequence of our fulfilling the bris. Where do the alot come in? Where do the curses come in? Well, if chas v'chalila, when we deviate from our commitment, what we're really saying is that since we made our existence as a nation dependent on our commitment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our existence, that's what we did. We gave over our existence to be the mission of revealing HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. And we do that through the Torah. So if we deviate from that, what we're really doing is we are foregoing existence. We are leaving the system of our existence. Well, if you leave existence, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't let that happen. The natural consequence is, and here's why the Alot are part of the Brit, is all of these curses force us back. They don't allow us to leave our commitment. We try to leave our commitment. There's a natural consequence. It's v'hisigucha. Just like the brachos are going to chase us to f- enable us to fulfill our commitment. If we try to leave that commitment, what we're really saying is we're leaving existence. We're just not existing anymore. So therefore, the klolos, all of the klolos, whether it's in Vayikra or in Dvarim, and again, the contrast between them will be, I'm sure will be spoken about. So it, it, it forces us back. It doesn't let us leave. You could call the Alot Habrit a system of self-correction. That when we try to deviate from our side of the bris, the brit, the covenant itself, doesn't let us deviate. It brings us right back into it because there's no other way to exist. We went in willingly. We had to accept it willingly. But once we accept it, and now we're committed, now it becomes our existence depends on it. But where do we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's part in this? So here we have to go back to the Tochacha in Vayikra, and it will be pointed out that in the Tochacha of Vayikra, it ends up 
with Divrei Nechama, right? That Akkadish Baruch is going to remember us, etc. Whereas in these Psukim, it doesn't. In these Psukim, it ends off very, very sharply. It just ends. Right? There's a lot of things. There's no time now to go into the depth of each aspect of how unnatural, how unnatural the klolos in Kitovo are. In Vayikra, the klolos are very natural. It's part of the land. It's part of the agriculture, rain, etc. If you read carefully the klolos here, it's unnatural. Right? What do you mean you're being sold? It ain't kone. Why not? Okay, and, and, and many, many things. Anyway, that's it. It ends abruptly. Eile divrei abrit asher karat. If we go back, though, to Vayikra, there's another pasuk there. V'gam biyot bo'eretz oiveihem lo me'astim lo me'astim velo chilitim lahafer brisi itam. HaKadosh Baruch was promising that even in the exile, he's not going to despise us. And he is not going to abandon us. And the Gemara there says that each of the Lomaastim Logaaltim, it talks about each one of the exiles that HaKadosh Bochu brings an exile upon us and then he saves us. And that's the proof, according to the Psukim, that he is not abandoning us. That he is staying committed to the Bris even when we deviate, but he's going to make sure we get back on track. So it says the morale a fascinating thing. How does the fact that he, he brought us into exile and had a life-threatening situation, and then he saves us. That proves that loma astim, loga altim, that proves that I haven't despised you when I sent you into exile. You would have thought, you know, don't, don't bring the, the, the life-threatening situation so I won't, you won't need to save me. Says the Maral, if we would have gone into exile, Kodesh Baruch kicks us out, you're in exile, and he makes sure that nothing bad happens to us. Basically, there's no personal connection to indicate that he's actively and constantly caring about us. It's the fact that he bring, we're out in exile and he brings dangerous things, and of course, that brings us, that's a wake-up call, and then he saves us. That's the proof that Kodesh Baruch Hu has never abandoned us. And that leads us really to the transition to supplement what's missing here from well, that exists in Bukhukotai is no where's the Nechama, where's the good news? So there, if you open up next week's parsha with the Rashi, so you will see then that first of all it talks about Le'avracha the Brit Hashem Elokecha Uva Alato. Here again we have over and over again that the Brit includes the curses. That's part of the covenant. We're his nation. And we have to be his God. And then it talks again, over and over again, about the Brit. And Rashi there brings... Why is this the follow-up in the Klolos? Okay, and then how can we handle this? 
Our existence is in de- is 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 in 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 in, in limbo. Hitchil Moshe lefaisom atem nitzavim hayom harbeich astem lamakom. You've angered God a lot. Lo asoyichem kilaya, but He never destroyed you. Hariyatem kaimim lefanov. That's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's part of His bris. Also, we are never going to go away. We three we see throughout history. It's an unbelievable thing. And again, there are those now who want to tie. The, 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 the Klolos in, in Kitovo to more modern history, but you go through Jewish history. We're, we're always being attacked, we're always being threatened, and there's always a loma astim, velogiautim lechalosam. It's an amazing thing, it's a miraculous thing. We suffer, and we're in exile, and it looks like the game is over whether it was the Crusades, whether it was the Holocaust, whether it was pogroms, the Brit is eternal. The Tochacha, which means to prove something, L'Hochiach is to prove. We see that the system is self-correcting. Whenever the Jews try to leave the Bris, the Bris pursues them. The Klolos pursue them as the Brachos pursue them. It's our natural state. It's our commitment. And before Matan Torah, we have to commit. And before a new year where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is opening up new challenges, we have to make that commitment. And the commitment is a, a, a bris that has both bracha and klola, not klola as punishment, but klola as a, an inherent part of the covenant with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, where the Gemara says that we read it, okay, we want to finish all of the self-correcting things. It's interesting, we're going to say in the Piyutim, that's not in the Gemara. But that's what our tefillah is, that as we go through a year that always keeps us on track, we want to make sure we stay on track so that we can also be zoche to the vihisigucha of the brachos.